Hello, and welcome back to the Balance and Barbells podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Dirk, and I'm an online personal trainer and coach helping women create balanced health and fitness routines that are realistic and help them reach their goals. Every week, I release a new episode to help you create a balanced and healthy lifestyle by focusing on your daily routines, habits, and overall consistency. Our motto is consistency over perfection always. So on this podcast, we always talk about realistic ways that you can balance out your health and fitness routines into a daily and consistent lifestyle. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for this podcast episode because you guys are constantly talking to me about my morning routine and looking for tips. This is probably my most asked question in my comment section and in my DMs is regarding how to become a morning person. And this is something that I started a couple of years ago, either in 2021 or like late 2020, where I started waking up really early and I really wanted to be more dedicated to a morning routine. And truly it came from wanting to just have more time in my day because I was working a lot. I had a lot going on and I was trying to squeeze in my workouts during my lunch or at the end of the day. And I was finding that my days were so jam-packed and so stressful that I wasn't able to get everything in. And a lot of times I was either missing my workouts, I was having to cut them short, or I just wasn't having a good workout because it wasn't a priority in my day. And it wasn't the first thing that I was working on that day. And I decided one time, I have no idea exactly when it was, but it was kind of around the COVID timeline because things had started to shut down and things had started to get slower. And I noticed that I had more time to focus on my fitness and my routines and working in a lot of that aspect that I wanted to have that time when things picked back up and they were really crazy and my routine wasn't as slow and I didn't have as much time to focus on the things that I wanted. So that's kind of where my morning routine stemmed from and wanting to just be really good at waking up early and having that time so that my day was less stressful. And to be honest, I was a nighttime workout person that really started in college when I was working a lot and going to school. And then I was also dating who was now my husband. And my days literally would start probably at like 7 a.m. for lecture or my first class. And then I would work through like 8 or 9 p.m. because I was working at like a boutique bridal shop. And then I would either fit a workout in midday or if I worked in the morning shift, then we would go to the gym at like 7 p.m. And then we'd be out till 9. And we were literally eating like dinner at 9 or 10 p.m. Like this is just like college life, you know, like you're just constantly go, go, go. And we were always working out at night. And that was just kind of our nighttime routine. And then when I got into the working force and I was working an eight to five, I actually had a commute that was an hour long each way. And so then I was getting home at like 6.30. I was cramming just a little bit of food in my mouth. And then I was running to the gym to work out. And then I was there till like 8.30 or 9. And then I would come home, I would eat a little bit of dinner and I'd go to bed and I'd start the craziness all over again the next day. And at some point, I just decided, you know what, I am sick of this. I am sick of not having time for myself and I'm sick of just cramming all of the stuff in in the day. And then also really the only thing that I can kind of take away from my day is sleeping in. That was like the one thing that I looked at that I was like, you know, if I were to wake up earlier and I was to cram this in in the morning, I would have a lot more time to rest and digest throughout the day. And I would have a lot more time to be more focused on what I had that day than focusing on the gym all day long. And everyone's so different. But for me personally, if I don't work out first thing in the morning, 
it is the thing that is on my mind all day long, unless it's like not a planned workout. If it's like a rest day, I don't really care. But if I have a workout planned and it's just like not done first thing in the morning, it is on my mind all day until I have it done. And I get super anxious. I get super overwhelmed. And it's really what I think about the most. So everything kind of takes a back burner because I start to notice my stress climbing because I'm like, oh, the craziness of the day has really taken over and I am not going to get my workout in and it overwhelms me. So I started to wake up early and I can honestly tell you that it is a game changer in so many things of my life. And my life is so much different now. I don't have an hour commute. I work for myself. I have so much freedom, but I still try and stick to a good morning routine because my day is still crazy. And I have so many jobs and so many things on my plate from marketing to advertising to my podcast, my social medias. And I mean, social medias is like six or seven different types of social medias, managing the social medias of my podcast, doing my blog, doing my coaching. Like there's a lot that goes into what I do. And I truly do still work all of the time. And it's one of those things that's true when you're an entrepreneur, like you don't really just have an eight to five, you really work 24 seven is what it feels like because you just constantly have one more thing on your plate. And if I didn't have my morning routine, I would still have the stress and anxiety and I would still have so many things just like out of my control and just always all over the place. It would just be utter chaos. So my morning routine has drastically changed how I approach my day, but also my productivity and overall just like feeling of calmness because I get so much done in the morning and it's kind of funny because when I first started this and I started waking up at 5 a.m., like I was probably on my phone a lot more than I am now. I was constantly posting as I was doing it. I was kind of sharing like day in the lives of my 5 a.m. And I was kind of on my phone a lot. And now a lot of the time, I don't even pick up my phone until like 9.30. And it's not because I'm like not doing anything. I pick up my phone to film it. But beyond that, I'm like not on social media. I'm not posting on social media and I'm not editing until my morning routine is complete because I did find that I was doing a lot during my morning routine. And then it just was kind of like dragging it out because I was trying to get content up and I was doing all of these different things. And then I also didn't feel like as at peace. I felt very overwhelmed and I started to feel a little burnt out by it. So now I really use it as like a time for me and like I will film it and I will do all of that stuff. But I try to like not start working on it until a little bit later in the morning until I'm kind of like done with my morning routine or I'm like sitting down and having my smoothie or my coffee or whatever it may be. So what I wanted to do was provide you guys with some tips for becoming an early morning person and how to wake up at 5 a.m. or whatever time you want to wake up. A lot of people will ask me like, how do I wake up at 5 a.m.? Because it's probably what I do. And that's kind of why the, like the time is in your head. I think the first thing you need to understand, and this isn't a tip, this is just something that I think that everyone needs to understand when it comes to becoming a morning person. You need to make sure you're building your morning routine for you. You need to get kind of out of your head that you have to follow the routine of somebody else or what other influencers are doing or whatever else you're seeing on social media because it's not truly gonna work for you unless you build it for yourself. If you build it in the mindset of copying somebody else's routine, I promise you that it's just gonna lead to failure because it doesn't work for what works for you. And your day looks so much different than everyone else's. Like I get comments all the time on my social media, oh, must be nice not to have to commute. It is very nice. Like that is a luxury that I have that not everybody has. And therefore I have a lot of time to focus and structure my day in ways that maybe you don't. And therefore I can wake up maybe at 6 a.m. instead of 5 a.m. some days and I have that flexibility 
And what I'm just trying to say here is you have to remember that your day looks a lot different. If you have an hour commute, you have to account for that. And your morning routine has to account for that. You can't just kind of base it on what somebody else is doing and just say, oh, I can't do that routine because I have to commute. Like, no, you can't do that routine. You have to build your own and you have to build one that's successful for you. And I think that goes for the same when you see a lot of content around having meditation or journaling sessions or all of these different things in the morning that may just not be feasible for you. And I know for me personally, it's not feasible for me because I'm a very high strung person. Like I have a lot of drive and I have a lot of anxiety, but I also wake up with a lot of motivation. So like I'll be tired first thing in the morning, but once I get going and I mean within like 20 seconds, once I'm up and I've washed my face, I'm ready to go. And like my cortisol is high and I have a lot that I need to get done and I'm really focused on it and really driven to get it done. And not a lot of people are like that. Like my husband is the complete opposite. I have to drag him out of bed and he doesn't love doing the mornings. Like he does it, but he's also not like a go, go, go like me. And I will literally go until I have to like sit down and work. I don't want to sit down because I know that I'm going to get just flooded with being tired and I'm not going to be able to push through. So I'm kind of one of those people that's like, you got to keep moving and keep me in that momentum. And so meditation and journaling just like doesn't work for me first thing in the morning. That's not something that I can start my day with. And again, maybe I am like the classic case for it. Like I need to kind of work on centering myself and working on my anxiety, but I like to kind of like thrive by the cortisol boost that I get in the morning. And this is part of why I don't have caffeine the first couple hours, because I really do just like wake up energized. I do think that's part of having a consistent morning routine. That's not, that was not always the case for me. I was not somebody who just woke up and I was constantly energized. Like that was from routines and consistency and not having caffeine for a really long time, but that's a story for another day. But because of that, I don't want to sit down before I maybe work out or whatever it may be and journal my thoughts out. Like that's something that I would rather do at night. Same with meditation or maybe during the middle of the day. Like I like to use meditation and breath work for those moments where maybe at the end of my morning routine, I'm looking at my day and everything that I have to tackle and I'm just a little bit overwhelmed. That's when I like to use my breath work and meditation because it's more beneficial for me and I have a better outcome because that's what works for me. If I was just following what the influencers were doing or what everyone else on my social was doing and I was doing it in the morning, I can tell you I would be more stressed because sitting there and trying to meditate before getting my workout in would stress me out because I'm taking away from my workout time. And the same with sitting and doing a meditation or journaling before the work day. Like I just am thinking so much about what I have to do that day that I'm not really getting the benefit of it. And that's a huge part of knowing yourself and a huge part of developing your morning routine. If you're not able to really know yourself on that kind of level, it's going to be really hard for you to structure what your day looks like and structure how it works if you're just following everyone else. And that's kind of where people get to the point where they're like, oh, this doesn't work for me because waking up at 5 a.m. isn't enough time for me before my work because I'm trying to cram all of these things in like journaling and meditation and working out and making a green juice and all these different things that I just don't have the time for. So I just, I guess I'm not a 5 a.m. person. So don't look at it that way as much as you should look at it as how can I structure my morning so that I can set my day up for success. And once you get that down and once you start structuring it for yourself, it's so much easier to be successful at it. So tip number one, I think this is the most important one, and this is why I have it as tip number one. You need to get your nighttime routine under wraps because if you do not have a good nighttime routine, and I'm talking getting a good night's sleep, getting in a restful sleep, making sure that you're set up for the next day, you're not going to have a good morning routine because 
Let's say that you want to wake up at 5 a.m. If you're not consistently going to bed at the same time and you are going to bed super late, you're not giving yourself enough sleep, you're not getting restful sleep, you are not going to likely continuously get up at 5 a.m. You're going to have a burnout period or you're going to reach a point where you just quit because it's just not sustainable. And I think that everyone, again, has to have a different nighttime routine. Everyone's look is a little bit different. This is something else I get comments on all the time when I post my nighttime routine. People are like, so do you ever just relax? And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. But like, do you want to just watch a 30 second video of me sitting on the couch? No, you want to see like the things that I do in between, right? And I think that that's really important for you to kind of differentiate. Like, I know that you're going to be fatigued at the end of the day, but once you start kind of getting into the routine of things and once you have just like the simple things down, it's so much easier for you to be consistent with everything else, especially your morning routine. And for me, my nighttime routine, we've talked about this before. I like to make sure that I have at least the chores that are in my face and that will create chaos for me the next day out of the way. So like the dishes in the sink, having an empty dishwasher, and maybe not having overflowing laundry. Like those things will just kind of overwhelm me and they'll be a focus point for me the next day, especially as somebody who works from home. So I like to get those out of the way. And to be honest, like, yes, I know it's tedious, but unfortunately, one, you're an adult. Like this is just the reality of it. Nobody else is going to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. And two, it really doesn't take that much time. Like I want you to set a timer the next time you get overwhelmed thinking about what you have to do to tackle like a task that's going to overwhelm you the next day and time yourself because you'll be surprised at how quickly you can get it done if you just move efficiently and focus on that one task. And another thing to pay attention to during those things is habit stacking. Like if you're folding laundry, I like to put a good show on because it makes it so much easier for you to get through the task because you have just like something in the background and you're not just thinking about folding laundry. Same for the dishes or making dinner, whatever it is, like make it an experience or do something else with it so that's not so tedious. But Setting yourself up for the morning is really important. And that looks like a lot of different things because there's going to be chores that are going to accompany that and there's going to be chores that need to be done, unfortunately. So having at least a couple that you know that it's going to mess with your morning if you don't have it done and get those out of the way. And I like to do the hardest task first. I like to make sure that if I have to do chores, I do that before I sit down after work for the day. I do that at a time where I'm like, you know what, I can get this done really quick and then I can sit down and relax for a few minutes. Because if you have to motivate yourself to get back up, it's a lot harder to do it. The next thing though in your nighttime routine is need to be structuring a way for you to get good and restful sleep. Maybe it's supplementing, maybe it's not scrolling super late, but it's also just mindfulness of the things that are calm you down. And for me, that looks like taking a shower, doing my skincare, avoiding a ton of blue light before sleep, not scrolling for super long on my phone, swapping out maybe my phone for a book, but it's just the routine that you need to do in order to wake up the next day. And I know for me, if I want to be able to complete everything and I want to feel like I have a good amount of rest, I need to be in bed around 8.30 in the winter because I like to sit and I maybe like to edit a video or I like to scroll for a little bit, maybe read a book, but I want to have a little bit of time where I'm not just like work, 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 go to bed. And like we have times where for our nighttime routine, our dinner 
is where we have no phones and we watch a show that we like together. And that's like a restful period for us. Like that's a good hour where we've made dinner, we've done some chores, and now we're sitting down together and we're hanging out. And then usually we kind of sit there after cleaning up dinner and we'll chat a little bit. We'll maybe watch another episode of something together. And like that's our downtime. That like preps us for bed. And then we like shower, get ready for the night. And then that's when I start my like nighttime routine to start resting. I'll take my magnesium. I will make sure that I have my skincare done. I have the last few things like ready to go. Maybe I have to brain dump so that my brain's not running throughout the night. But those are the things that you need to get in line so that you're not taking the chaos from today into tomorrow. And I promise you, you don't want to skip this step because a lot of people tell me that they don't really have their nighttime routine together and then they're like, tomorrow I'm waking up at five. And it's so hard to do that if you don't have some consistency and structure from the night before because you really are just taking the craziness from today into tomorrow and it's just going to lead to chaos and it's going to lead to not being successful because your nighttime routine is just like your morning routine. You need to do it consistently so that you have some routine and structure to your life and routines. And if you don't have that, how can you predict kind of what's going to happen? You can't. You have to have that schedule and consistency so you know what to expect. My second tip is you need to do it gradually because I know a lot of people will be waking up around 7 or 8 a.m. and they're like, I'm going to challenge myself to wake up at 5 a.m. And you know, that can work for a lot of people. But for most people, especially people that I've worked with um, as like my clients and people that I help like habit stack building routines, you have to do it in a gradual manner. Otherwise, there's a lot of resistance, right? And when there's a lot of resistance, there has to be a lot of dedication in order to persevere. Otherwise, you're going to have that resistance and you're going to want to pull back. And if there's too much resistance, you're not going to follow through. And for a lot of people, you're going to rely on that motivational aspect of this is what I want to do. And if you're relying on motivation, I guarantee you give it two weeks and that 5 a.m. routine, that motivation you had before will die down. You're not going to want to do it and you're not going to be waking up early because it's just going to be too hard. So I would recommend that you kind of start gradually working to that. To that, And it doesn't have to be like you wake up only 30 minutes beforehand. You can if you know that you're that type of person. But what it could be is gradually working towards an earlier bedtime and working towards waking up earlier. So every hour that you subtract from going to bed, like if you go to bed at 10 p.m. now and you're trying to go to bed at 9 p.m., you'll wake up an hour earlier in the morning and just kind of gradually work your way back. Or maybe you start getting to bed a little bit earlier. Or you start your nighttime routine a little bit earlier. Just kind of gradually making the adjustments so that you're slowly getting to be better. And that's that 1% mindset. Like you have to be giving 1% better every single day to get better at something. But you also have to be consistent at it. So if you're waking up really late right now, you can start by waking up earlier, but you have to slowly kind of work in those habits and routines or you're just going to get burned out really quickly. So just kind of gradually add things into your routine. Maybe don't do like I'm waking up at 5 a.m. today and I'm also starting a green juice and I'm also journaling and I'm also meditating. Like adding all of that in is just going to lead to failure because it's overwhelming and it's such a big change from what you've been doing before. And that can be a good thing, but at the same time, just inherently how people work, it's a lot harder, especially if you're not a dedicated person. And it's easier to fail if you're not setting yourself up for success. And so doing anything gradually, kind of working your way towards it and not doing it all at once, having one specific goal you can focus on is going to lead to a lot less failure in it and you're going to feel more accomplished. And you're also going to feel like, okay, now I can do 30 minutes earlier or now I can wake up at 5 a.m. because I've kind of accomplished everything else and I'm ready. And it's a really important part that I think a lot of people skip because they're just like, you know what? I'm going to wake up at 5. I'm going to start doing it. 
And then they have this laundry list of things that they want to accomplish with it. And it's just overwhelming. And I see this a lot specifically in January in the new year, because you're kind of trying to overcompensate for all the things that happened last year and you want to be a little bit better. And so you have just a ton of things that you're hoping you get to accomplish and it's overwhelming. So do it gradually, make sure however you do it gradually, like it's sustainable and it's realistic because that's what the goal is at the end point. Like you still want to challenge yourself, but you have to do it in a way that's sustainable to start. Otherwise you'll never get far enough. My third tip, make a plan for the morning. Don't just wake up at five and kind of think I'm going to get this all done. And it can make you really anxious, especially if you feel like you have so many things to do and you don't really know what you're going to do with it. This is the same thing I tell my clients. If you are going to work out and you want to have a good routine, you need to pick a time where you work out. And I get like everyone's schedule might be a little bit different. Like maybe some days you can work out early and other days you can't. But if you want to be successful at something, you need to put it on your calendar and it needs to almost be an appointment that you've set with yourself so that you'll get it done. Kind of like you would go to an appointment where they have like a late fee or they have a fee if you don't show up. That's how you need to treat it. And if you treat it that way, you're going to be way more successful than if you are just like, I need to work out today. And you have no structure and no plan of when you're working out. When you approach it that way, you are leading yourself to failure because Things are going to happen. The day is going to get crazy. And there was no plan around when you were going to get there. You was just on the list. And like, think of how many times you have a lengthy to-do list and how many things don't actually get done because you can't ideally do it all right. And especially if you're putting the hard task off, like working out, it's going to get put to the bottom of the list and you're not going to get it done. So I highly recommend that for everything you do in your morning routine, you time block it or you put it in your calendar and you have some sort of plan for when you do it. So to give you an example, for me, I like to work out first thing because if I start sitting down, if I read, if I slowly get into my workout, it's much harder for me to be motivated to do so. Then my appetite will kick in and I'll be tired. I'll be ready for caffeine. And so I like to just get it out of the way. It's the hardest task. It's the longest thing that I have to do that morning. And I like to get it done. So I wake up and I usually work out right away, whether that be at the gym or at my house. And I get asked this a lot too. Do I have a pre-workout snack? I'm not structured in that sense where I'm like, I have to have a pre-workout snack. It is best, obviously, to have some fuel in your system and most people operate that way. I have a very sensitive stomach and if I eat something that's just even a little bit too much before my workout, I will just have a horrible workout because my stomach will be so upset. So I find that I work out better without having a pre-workout snack. That's personal to me. Please don't necessarily just follow that advice, but I wanted to address it because I get asked that all of the time. And no, it's not necessarily the best, but I think you just got to do what works for you. And that's the huge part of like what you do in your morning routine. So for me, I literally wake up, I put on my workout set, and then I go chug some water. Sometimes I make my athletic greens. Sometimes I do that after my workout and then I go work out. And that's literally like within 30 minutes of waking up, I'm working out because I like to get it done and I like to be done as early as possible. Then when I come home, I have to have a post-workout smoothie because I didn't usually or I don't usually eat before I work out and I'm starving at this point and I like to prioritize getting in my protein like post-workout. So when I have a post-workout smoothie and then I usually just take that upstairs with me and shower and get ready for the day and kind of like habit stack that. So I'm like drinking my smoothie and I'm doing my skincare and getting ready for the day. Then I like to plan my day. So I'll sit down and I'll kind of plan out my day and then I'll make my coffee and my breakfast. And that kind of kickstarts my day. Like that's 
the basic of my morning routine. It doesn't have a ton of stuff in it, but it has the most important thing to me, which is getting in my movement. And in the summer, that looks different too, because in the summer, it's too hot to walk Aspen in the middle of the day. So I will literally make my smoothie and we'll go straight on a walk in the morning before like 8 a.m. because it gets to like 100 degrees in the summer here and she can't go out after 9 a.m. So I have to be a little bit flexible. My routine changes a little bit, right? And that is super important for when you are being successful for your morning routine. If you don't have a plan about what you're going to do, when you're going to get it done, and at what time, it's going to be really hard to accomplish it if you don't have some kind of general idea. And like this grows what as you do it, right? Like if you have consistency behind it, you don't really have to be like, oh, at 5.30, I'm going to the gym. At 6.30, I have to be showering. Like it can be that way if you have a really rigid schedule, but like you don't have to like constantly think about it. You just kind of know, like you're just like, okay, I got to get out of here. Or this is the next thing in my morning routine. You're not just like looking at your calendar. But in the beginning, I think it's really important because if you don't have it written down, it's kind of like, so what did I say I was going to do? Or what was next? I don't really remember what I wanted to do. And you have to build that consistency through routines and structure. And then once it becomes consistent and once it becomes a routine, then you really know what to do. I kind of combine tip number four into number three, which is write it down and schedule it out. I think that's super important, whether you write it down in a planner, whether you put it in your calendar, whatever it is, you need to live and die by your calendar. Because I promise you, once you start doing that, you are so much more productive and you get so much more done in the day. If you constantly are just living by a to-do list that's really lengthy and it's not structured and it's not written down, it's just all in your head, you're going to be overwhelmed. But if you write it down, you have something to check off. One, it feels really good to check something off. You're like, yay, I did it. And it's kind of like a motivational or dopamine boost. But two, you know that you're accomplishing all the important things. So I highly recommend wherever you put it that you write it down, especially in the beginning. Tip number five, do the hardest thing first. I highly recommend that if you were going to do one thing in the morning, you do the hardest thing and you get it out of your way. For me, the hardest thing, like I've said, is getting my workout in. Because if I let that linger past 10 a.m., I will guarantee I will not get it in. It's just too hard for me to fit in a long workout because the chaos has taken off for the day, you know? And whatever that may be for you, maybe it's not your workout. Maybe that's easy for you to get in. Maybe it's meditation or maybe it's something else that you want to focus on. Do the hardest thing first. And I promise you it will make such a difference in your productivity. It's not going to weigh on you the rest of the day. It's not going to be top of mind the rest of the day. And it's also going to allow you to feel really accomplished because you've checked off something that's really challenging. And now you kind of look at the rest of the day and you're like, I can take this on. And you start getting other things done because that biggest thing is off of your plate for the day. Number six, pick out your workout outfit the night before or put it on first thing. I think that is a huge game changer when you are waking up early. And maybe you're not somebody who's going to work out first thing in the morning. But if you have it on, you're less likely to kind of like slump back into bed or you're too cozy and you don't get off the couch. You put on a blanket and you don't really get a lot of things done because you're in a casual mindset. But if you wake up and you get dressed and you put on that workout set, at least stretch, get your blood flowing, get some movement in, maybe do some yoga. If you get some movement in and you have a workout set on first thing, you're going to get a lot more energy and you're also going to be a lot more productive because you're kind of out of that mindset of rest, right? Like you're up and you're ready for the day. And if you kind of like lounge around in a robe or you're cuddled up on the blanket in a couch, like It's fine for some people. I'm not saying that's bad, but it's really hard to accomplish a lot of things that way because you're kind of still in that resting phase, right? It's hard to motivate yourself to get up. You're still like in that point. And I think that if you want to be really good at waking up and you want to be consistent with it, you need to get yourself that energy and you need to get yourself moving. 
if you wrap yourself up and you're sitting and resting on the couch, like think about how different that demeanor is versus like getting your workout set on, getting some movement in and starting to get your cortisol elevated. I think that's really important. And it takes the thinking out of it because if you're just in your pajamas, you could sit around for like 20 minutes, maybe an hour, and you start to be like, oh, do I really want to work out? And you kind of have to motivate yourself again. But if you just get up and get dressed, you're already in that mindset. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get my movement in and I'm going to check it off for the day. Number seven, I think this is one of the best tips, especially if you struggle getting out of bed. And it's from Mel Robbins and it's the five second rule. Basically, you count down from five in your head. And by the time you reach zero, you are taking the action. So if you're laying in bed and you're like, I don't want to get up, you're like, okay, I don't have a choice. Five, four, three, two, one zero and your feet are on the floor. And I promise you the action is so powerful because if you're just like, oh, I don't want to get up and you're thinking about how you don't want to get up and how your bed's comfy and how tired you are, you've now given yourself excuses and you've now started to run through scenarios of where you're like, maybe I don't need to get up. Maybe if I slept 20 more minutes or just five more minutes and then you hit snooze and you're asleep for half an hour and now your morning routine's thrown off. But if you just take that action in five seconds, you're not going to come up with excuses because you already know once I hit zero, I'm done for, I'm up. And it makes such a difference because it takes the thinking out of it. Now you're just making a choice and making an action because you know what you have to do when you get to that point. And I promise you, like, this is a very powerful tool to use when you are struggling to get up. Don't let yourself hit the snooze button and really be dedicated to that five-second rule. And it makes it so much easier. And I'm not going to lie to you, like this is hard to do in the beginning, especially when you first start waking up early. But like when you hear your first alarm, follow the rule and I promise you go wash your face, get moving and it will gradually get easier. Number eight is a really obvious one. You need to get restful sleep. If you want to have a good morning routine, you actually want to start waking up at 5 a.m. Let's be real. You need to get in good sleep. Think about the nights where you don't get a lot of restful sleep or a lot of sleep in general it's really hard to wake up the next day at any point in time, but waking up early just seems impossible. And if you want to do it consistently, I highly recommend that you work on a routine that allows you to get restful sleep, whether it be through supplementation, whether it be through little habits that maybe are preventing you from having restful sleep or whatever it may be, you need to have a good way for you to get in restful sleep and you need to make it a priority in your routine. I know a lot of people struggle with this and it can be a lot of different factors that are preventing you from getting restful sleep. Sometimes it can just be as simple as maybe you have a bad pillow, but other times it can be things as you're really overwhelmed, you have a lot going on in your mind, you're staying up scrolling, your fight or flight is constantly activated from too much blue light or too much scrolling or too much mindless activities, and you don't have a way for you to get restful sleep. And if you look this up and you follow some advice on how to get restful sleep, I promise you it's gonna drastically change the way that you feel. Whether again, like it be through supplementation, like magnesium or whatever it may be, I would recommend that you work with somebody on that, but like finding a way for you to make sure that you're not deficient in any vitamins or minerals that maybe are preventing a restful sleep, but also focusing on the habits that are preventing it, like going to bed at a decent hour, making sure you're giving yourself enough time to fall asleep, being in a dark setting or in a dark room, not having TV on or having blue light in your face or having it to fall asleep or background noise, like making sure you're in a dark, cold room and that you've prepped yourself for sleep so you get a good night's sleep. That is crucial in getting to the point where you feel rested in the morning. Number nine, waking up and going to bed at the same time. I think that this can be overlooked a lot of the time because you kind of just think in your head like, oh, I need to go to bed so I can get up early. 
But if you do it consistently, especially in the beginning, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, gradually your body gets into a routine and a cycle, kind of like how it is in the seasons when in the winter you're in a little bit of a different routine than you are in the summer. And if you do things consistently, you kind of start to notice your body adapting. This is really important as you're working towards becoming a morning person because what time you go to bed is going to dictate how much sleep you get, right? If you have to get up at a certain time. So if you want to wake up at 5 a.m., I would subtract seven to nine hours at minimum of when you need need to go to bed and that you will get enough sleep. And I would add an extra hour onto that so you have enough time to fall asleep. And that's really important for making sure that you start doing things consistently because you kind of put your body into a cycle where it knows what it's going to do. And you start to get tired at the same time. You start to wake up at the same time. And another thing to tack onto that is getting sun on your eyes first thing in the morning. Like the second that it rises, getting outside and getting some sunlight on. That's a major tip from Andrew Huberman that has been a life changer in our life, especially in the winter and in the summer, like getting your circadian rhythm going, just getting some sunlight or being near sunlight when it's up and then also watching the sunset and getting yourself in kind of like a routine as the seasons change. But setting a time for wake up and going to bed is going to be crucial and being actually consistent in your morning routine. And number 10 to play off of that is be consistent. Do it on the weekends. Do it when you're first getting started consistently. That's the best way to be good at anything, right? If you want to get good at something, you have to do it over and over again. You can't just be good at it for one week. You can't just do it for January. Do it consistently. And the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. And it becomes less of a choice. I know that when I was first starting out, I would kind of do it all over the place. Like I'd wake up at 5 a.m. when I felt like it. And then I started to get really consistent with it. And it was less of a thought and less of a choice. And it was more of just what I did. Monday through Friday, I would wake up at 5 a.m. And then once the weekends were hitting, because I was doing it consistently, I started noticing I was waking up early on the weekends too. And then it became less of a choice. Like I wasn't waking up on Monday like, oh, do I want to wake up today at 5 a.m.? It was more just like, all right, it's 5 a.m. Let's go. Because you do it on a consistent basis and your body starts to adapt and adjust with you. But if you are just all over the place and you're not having any consistency or structure behind it, it's not going to stick and it's never going to feel like something that just becomes a part of your routine. So do it consistently. I recommend that you do it every single day for at least 30 to 60 days when you're trying to get good at something and getting into a routine of it. And remember, these things are never easy, so don't feel overwhelmed by it. Just know that you have to be a work in progress. Don't make it a choice and make sure that you're keeping the promises to yourself. That is going to be the biggest thing to making sure that you're dedicated. If you want to be dedicated to something and you want to be good at something, you have to start keeping promises to yourself like you would your best friend. And making yourself such a priority that you're disappointed when you let yourself down and that you just don't want to feel that way. So make sure you don't let yourself down by keeping your promises to yourself. If you go to bed that night and you say, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m., do what you said. Make sure that you stick with it because that's going to be what's the important factor in in dedication to getting the goal that you want. If you're relying on the motivation of, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and you're going to wake up motivated, wake up at 5 a.m., you're never going to be successful. So Try and keep the promises that you make to yourself and treat them as promises that you make to your best friend and treat them like they're important to you because they are the keys to your success in keeping promises to what you say you're going to do. And if you live with that mindset and you live with the mindset of getting 1% better every single day, I promise you that it will gradually get easier. It's not going to be the easiest thing when you first do it, 
But as you start to do it and as you start to shift and build a routine, it does become easier and it does become part of your lifestyle. So be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable in the time being as you're making the shift, but you can do hard things and you can do anything that you set your mind to. So keep that mindset as you're heading into doing this challenging thing and trying to become a morning person, especially if you're not one. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you would like more weekly tips, I have my podcast episode releasing on Tuesdays for our shorter weekly tip version and then the longer episodes every Friday. I have all of my daily content over on social media at Kayla Dirk, and I will talk to you in the next episode.